Hey, you're listening to Ask Luke and Mel by Luke and Melissa Crestenson. Hey everyone, it's Luke and Mel here from Ask Luke and Mel podcast. Hey everyone, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, so we just want to welcome you to our very first yeah, podcast. Um, it's a bit exciting. It's something that we spoke about for oh, ages. About two years. Um, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Oh no, since before our wedding. Yeah. We spoke about doing a podcast, so that's coming up on our three-year wedding anniversary. So yeah, it actually has been a fair few years we actually spoke about doing the podcast and it wasn't until actually yesterday we just decided that, nope, we're actually going to do it and just throw ourselves into yeah. the deep end. Well, I didn't know you meant to start tomorrow. I'm a great <laughs> procrastinator on these things. And so, I like to yeah, here we are. do things. So. But I guess more importantly, the reason we wanted to do this is is really it's you um the reason that we wanted to spend some time putting this together is primarily to help other couples that i guess we feel like we were in a place for so long that it was room for improvement i guess in our in the level of joy and satisfaction from our marriage and too often we let other things um probably me mostly but um you know let business and even let the kids, you know, come before us and our marriage. And we, we probably yeah. let everything come before us, really. And it yeah. was actually Luke who, um, I guess, instigated the change, which I'm really grateful for. He Go said me. to me, <laughs> how about we put um, as much money and energy and focus into our marriage as yeah. we do into growing our business and, you know, conscious parenting and things like that. So... It was a big shift um, for me and for our relationship to yeah. really bring more consciousness into our relationship and our lovemaking. And yeah, it's, uh, and by doing that, it changed all the other things anyway. So by focusing on yeah, our relationship, definitely. it added just... Well, it helped our business. It helped yeah. us raise our kids better. It helped us even eat better diets. And it's had such a great cascade and impact on... The rest of our life you know getting that as a higher priority has certainly not taken anything away from any other part of our life to the contrary it's really added much more um our business is doing better um i wouldn't say our kids are doing better they're always pretty good anyway but you know they're certainly not lacking in there and you know straight after this we're actually going you know was it Thursday? We're going to go duck off and watch our daughter um, and take our son to finish her netball with school excursion. So, you know, we're still very active and involved in our kids and, you know, picking up from school ourselves regularly and all that sort of stuff. But, um, you know, we're eating better, business is better, kids are great, um, yeah. and we're much better than ever. So, and it, it, yeah. it is still quite fascinating to me that, you know, because we've spent probably 10 years with different business coaches and different mastermind groups um, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on growing our business and getting the business skills up, you know, to the level that we want them to be at in our business. And it's quite fascinating that our business is actually growing and the best it's ever been since we scaled that back and started focusing on us. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that, you know, I'm still for business coaching and coaching and things like that because we've learned a lot of yeah. skills which do help us handle what's happening in our business right now with the growth that we're experiencing. Yeah. 
But just that shift in focusing on us has helped in every other area, and I find that absolutely fascinating. Yeah. 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 Well, I was thinking we could do is maybe let's go back to that moment and share sort of what our conversation sounded like and what we've done you know, went, since we said, okay, let's, you know, obviously we finished up with a, a mastermind in business and let's go back to that conversation maybe and share sort of how that went down. Like, how do you recall that conversation that sort of started this journey for us? So I guess Luke suggested that we leave the mastermind group. And... That's my fault. <laughs> no, it's not. It's my fault. <laughs> We're in a great place right now. Uh, I was resistant. I loved the mastermind group. Actually, I still love the group. I love the people. I love the concept. I love the knowledge. I loved, you know, pretty much everything about the group. And so leaving that was a huge decision for me. It was something we were part of for three years and it did give us fast results. But but what um, specifically, after we sort of made that decision, the conversation about us is, I guess, what I feel, feel like we could really mm. share. So, obviously, that was a big part for you to leave that group. But after that decision was made, I think mm. it wasn't even the same time. It was like maybe a week or two later. Like now that we've freed up this time and energy and well, resource. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, that's when we spoke about the level of energy and focus that we were giving our business as far as planning and increasing our education and wanting to scale and grow and 2x our business or whatever the business sort of analogy you want to give it was more around okay now let's do that to our marriage you know we were spending we'll go into quarterly um, uh, events like weekend events to learn and new things about Facebook marketing Infusionsoft and automation and things like that and I said okay let's instead of doing quarterly business planning and quarterly business upskilling like let's seek out how we can do that for our marriage and um look to be honest we haven't gone to quarterly things we have gone away to like learn more about um marriage and we went was a tantra one week tantra course which was obviously great Uh, but we started off i think just after that or probably a month or two after that conversation initially and we actually did a planning session for our personal life like, you know, how you might do in a business, have quarterly um, goals you want to achieve and looking at what's the purpose of our marriage and what's, you know, so yeah. we have a planning thing afterwards. I think I want to, I love what you're saying, but I want to bring it back to making that decision because for me it was really, really eye-opening and really confronting to make the decision because... What decisions are? To really focus on us and when Luke said how about you know we spend this much time and money and you know effort on our marriage instead of the business it was oh it was a bit like of an awakening had happened because I'd realized and I'd look back that we weren't spending much time or money or effort at all on us yeah and it was you know I felt a bit of sadness about that and we did talk about like the awareness the best, of the lack the awareness. we've given it. Yeah, yeah, and Luke asked, you know, what were the best Yeah, that was moments, on our 10-year... Um, what were the best moments um, in our relationship? So, and we wanted to leave out the business, we wanted to leave out the kids and just have a focus on us. 
and we were both throwing back, you know, different moments and, and times. Yeah. And what we realized was that they were all within predominantly probably the first six months, you know, six months, yeah. but really within the first two years. And, you know, that outside that, anniversary, and that, outside, yeah, yeah, so another eight years. And in that other eight years, you know, we'd had engagement, we've had a marriage, a wedding, wedding and yeah. it was like, okay, hold on. If most of the stuff was in the first two years, Wow, what have we been doing? We've been basically, you know, going, just surviving in our relationship and really not thriving. And that was such an eye-opener for me. So I I just, I implore whoever's listening to this right now to really have a think about, honestly, how much time and how much money or how much energy you're really putting into your relationship with your partner because... Yeah, that was that was, that was huge for me. It really, really, really was huge for me. So, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to touch on that. I think oh, there's a cool quote that just comes to mind. Um, I can't remember who said it, but I heard it somewhere, and it was something that said, "To find out what people really value, you look at where they spend their free time and where they spend their money." And you know, we weren't like spending really much money on well, we, trying to make our marriage better. Well, we said that relationships. We have a high, huge, high value on relationships. We like to call it connection. Um, so that being with us, with our kids, you know, yeah. with our loved ones. But we weren't taking the actions, we weren't putting the focus, we weren't putting the energy onto yeah, actually living service. that value. We were saying yeah. that we valued it, but our actions were completely different. So Yeah, but I think too, the other thing, um, anyone, you know, who's going through, a, I don't know, a dry patch, but a, just a lack of connection with your marriage that, you know, What's like a we, rut? I like to call it a, a, a rut. rut. A rut. <laughs> um, then have hope because yes. you can find that spark again as much as it may not feel. And I don't know your mm. personal situation, of course, but I can only share our journey. Mm. And there's been times there where you just like feel like is, is, there's no hope for this anymore. Like, this is just yeah. dull and dead. Whatever was there is gone. And, and, and I how think being okay saying that to each other, I think you've got to be okay with your partner saying that to you like luke said to me how he doesn't know if we could get through where we were and i've shared it with him and we've both felt this and we've both we both experienced you know is this going to work i don't know if it will yeah Um, but i think the 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 thing that attitude that we had that helped us was look if this last eight years has been like let's not have another eight years the same as this like mm -hmm. that is definitely not on the cards we're either going to just call it quits or fucking make a good go of it. Sorry if that just put us in the um, explicit <laughs> explicit category in, um, in iTunes or whatever. I'll have to beat that out. Um, we'll put a bird sound over <laughs> um, I'll put it in there. It's real. Whatever. Um, but what, um, what was I saying now? Oh, we're not going to do another eight years of this. That is no. not on the cards. We're either going to break up and, and leave and try to have a successful life separate or... Um, and obviously what we both wanted to try first was to put the effort there, put the attention there and to give the love and kindness and mm. you know, uh, give you our best effort first in making it work and that yeah. and take that as our primary objective mm. And but both draw and a line was, in the sand like we're not doing another eight years of this. That's yeah. just not happening. And Life's it short. was hard at first, like we made the decision, okay, we're going to work on this. <laughs> 
And it was hard. Like, you still have the thought of you're doing the exercises to increase the intimacy and, you're, you know, you're putting the, this time aside every week. Like, you will have to put time aside every week for your relationship. And we're putting the time aside. But there was still that thought of, is this going to work? Because yeah. it doesn't just happen on the first exercise. Or it might, it could. I, sh- I shouldn't say that. Yeah, but it it's consistent. <laughs> and even though we did... St- we were doing stuff consistently. There was still, I remember, what was it, about a month or so ago, there was a patch where we didn't actually connect in with each other for about a week and a half. Yeah. And it really, really, um, we were disconnected. We ended up having arguments and it was, okay, hold on. We came together. We both said we're disconnected. What can we do? Yeah. And we just connected back in. So it, it is an ongoing journey. Um, yeah, and probably the reality on maybe not, I shouldn't say this again, I don't want to give you sort of expectations that things aren't, can't improve instantly because they possibly could. But my experience, and I think the longer you've been in a, in a rut, there's patterns and habits and just ways of, even if you do find a good place, like what Melissa's talking about when we had that week and a half, there was other patterns that happened at the same time. Like I would go back into more work focused. I'd have a drink every day after work. And just so little then, patterns would sort of come Luke would out. do that. So then I would throw more love and energy into the kids and I would really take on the more of the mum role and yeah. which then pulled away my energy from being that loving wife. But almost doing it in a way of ignoring the disconnection that we're experiencing. Like it's something to keep your mind busy so you don't have to deal with this shit. Got a swore again. <laughs> We've got to see if that's illegal. I don't know how <laughs> podcast rules are, but anyway. Uh, no, you we'll just put a little ex- explicit um, warning. Warning, label. yeah, warning swear words. Look out. But, so, um, yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> it really is, you know, it's an ongoing thing, you know, your relationship. If you want an ongoing relationship, <laughs> you're going to have to put in, you know, some ongoing love and attention. And I don't really like to say the word work, like, you know, because people, there is a negative connotation around the word work. People don't enjoy their work or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. They don't want to go to work, you know, Monday-itis and things like that. But, you know, maybe it could, you could view it as, you know, you're putting more loving attention. You got in, you know, I intend to have a loving relationship and more passion. And I knew that was something that we both wanted. We were both, yeah. exp- you know, saying that we wanted each other more passionately and more of a heart connection but we were both going around about it in two completely different ways and the message wasn't getting across. Yeah. And I think that the journey of what we've been on in learning and studying marriage and studying, um, do you want to call it sex or lovemaking or sacred, inter- physical intimacy? Sacred sexuality. Yeah. So those elements, um, learning more about how men and women work in those yeah, the, spaces. The differences and... Yeah, so understanding each other. And there's been so much. And I guess that's what this whole podcast is about. We don't obviously don't have time in this 30-minute segment to share everything that we've learned on our journey so far. But um, what, what this first one is about is just to give you a framework to see, you know, do these guys sound like they can help or they've got a cool story that might give hope. Um, and you know, hang out with us for thirty minutes every. What are we doing this weekly or fortnightly? I think weekly. So I shouldn't have asked. But, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, and we'll be sharing possibly what comes up with us that week 
or yeah. we encourage you to also ask us if you've got situations you don't know how to get through if you're experiencing blocks or yeah. communication breakdown in your relationship you know ask us that's what it's all about ask Luke and Mel but also I want to keep it open to relationship with yourself so even though you could be wanting to enhance the relationship with each other your relationship together will be enhanced by taking an inward journey as well so so you mean like a self-awareness yeah I think more self-awareness more self-love if you can fill your own cup up it's going to be easy yeah. for you to overflow with love and to want to you know gift somebody a beautiful night in Aphrodite's temple or you know something loving something you know delicious if you're you know loving yourself you're going to be more yeah so what so what's the sort of stuff we, we can um, tell listeners to expect apart from the weekly commitment which is so awesome <laughs> Luke's love and the weekly commitment um, so, so like some of the things I'm thinking like that might be a technique obviously asking questions and answering questions but we could share um, different things that we've tried or read or experienced, point them in the direction of some, some cool books that we've yeah. read or resources that can really help. I think, yeah, intimacy exercises or sharing what women want or what men want. Yeah. Yeah, ch- relationship challenges, um, relationship joys. You know, we can't all just be focusing on the challenges. Let's talk, you know, let's celebrate what works. Let's talk yeah. about the successes as well. Uh Possibly stories of, you know, successful clients that have put things in place. Yeah. Talking about, yeah, the energies and how to align your energies during lovemaking to, you know, experience that real deep. So, yeah, so being the technique, in the technique yeah, field. techniques field. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And I guess, who, who do you think this podcast would be best for? Who's the mm. person in your heart that you feel like is going to get the most value out of sharing this time? Well, definitely couples. So, yeah, couples that... And you might... Couples who just want that deeper connection, who really want to put the effort into their relationship. Couples that are ready to make a change. Yeah, couples who are ready is important. So I think that line in the sand we drew... The want the change, like you yeah, have to come like in. This is it. We're in or out. We're not half in. No, you're right. We're out or we're in. Yeah. that was it. That that had to be. And um, I'm I'm a big fan, obviously, of helping couples find their passion again and and mm-hmm. fix that. But I think part of that is accepting that maybe you should part ways as a couple. And obviously, that is I don't know, depending on your culture and how you've been brought up, could be very shameful or something. But at some point, life's too short, you know. Um, so, and it's not. It could be a job that you need to draw the line in as well. Like it could be any area of your life. And this is about relationships and, and your oh, marriage. So, I just want a lot of uh, some other stuff that we will talk about. It just come up as you're speaking. Yeah. Forgiveness is going to be another thing that we're going to touch on because it's huge. Like your partner does things that are just going to totally. Except for me. Oh, he's perfect. <laughs> but you know, they they do things that just annoy you they just bug you and we're I guess so we're going to just touch on uh forgiveness and ongoing forgiveness loving your partner loving understanding I think that was a really great phrase yeah Yeah. loving understanding is um (laughs) (laughs) it's a beautiful art form to work towards and to yeah bring into your 
whether you're married or just newly engaged or whether you've you know in a new relationship but you want to make you really want to make this this work so cool just yeah that that's what it's going to be for and um i think also maybe sharing more of where we've come from what they can expect or what they could get out of um spending this time with us as far as like for me the number one thing is to feel that closeness again like feel in love and connected again like that's the biggest thing that i've enjoyed um recently i even like we have a slideshow come up on um this computer and a photo came up of our wedding day and i looked at it and that was only three years ago so almost was it almost three years. yeah so in two months it'll be three years and i looked at that picture and i said man i feel like different people you know we've mm. come so far not just individually but our relationship our intimacy as far as our closeness and connectedness with each other is so much deeper than it was on that day um which makes me really looking forward to renewing our vows soon so i feel like you know getting married because we're both you know people are dynamic and we're ever changing and growing as individuals and the person i married on that day is certainly not the woman that sits before me now so being able to marry the new one on in a couple of years <laughs> would be great and um I think that passion, that to me is the number one thing that I'm enjoying. Yeah. Feeling that closeness again and openness and connection. (laughs) What else, though, do you think would be exciting for people to get out of this podcast for them? Exciting would probably be, well, I know for me, I really love learning more about lovemaking and what I can incorporate into lovemaking. People want to learn about you know, orgasms or techniques that they can use with their partner if they want to surprise their partner on date night or anniversary and things like that. So we can touch on those subjects as well. Yeah, bringing the fun into it as yeah. well, like, is, is pretty cool. Taking out a lot of the stigma of it. Like, we've obviously been and done some tantra training stuff, which has been um, fantastic and interesting. And it's really cool to, I guess, be in a relationship for, what, 11 years going on yeah 11 years yeah, yeah 11 years two months ago we've been together and to feel like it's the bedroom again. yeah the bedroom's <laughs> this new thing that we you know we're learning about uh, multiple orgasms and full body orgasms and one yoni, hour one yoni hour. massages and really just yeah. what we so considered felt like was maybe a quick love making session all of a sudden you know over an hour had passed and we thought yeah. oh my gosh we've got to go so yeah, that um, seeing your, I guess, perspective on things where your body as a, as a spiritual um, instrument to be able to tune in with things. Like you see those dudes doing Tai Chi or whatever and they've, you know, movements that help connect them to energy and yeah. seeing the body as a temple for that it's rather than just yeah, like... that spirituality and sexuality. Yeah. And connecting helping each other to connect so it's like in a meditative takes you to this totally different other place and i feel like so, we've only just scratched the surface mm, ourselves so and not so much about getting to a destination but to just enjoy enjoy the the waves of energy and enjoy that you know the pleasure and you know pleasure for pleasure's sake as they yeah. say and really enjoying that but we'll also share about uh, so healing um we learn a lot through tantra about really healing the body and on an energetic level because that does spill over into physical illness 
So about healing, you know, for women, healing the womb area, healing our yonis because we do store a lot of... Oh, yonis, like, they might not know what that means. Oh, yoni, so it's the female parts. It's a sacred term for vagina. Sacred terminology, whereas (laughs) the male is the lingam. So we've got the lingam and the yoni. They're the tantric, whatever it were, things. Yeah. Yeah. So about healing that because we can store a lot of, you know, fear in our womb area or our you know our creative space and you know even sexual abuse and you know even some wounds around past partners that we may have had or things like that so we can touch on healing and also um ejaculation control for men yeah that's pretty handy guys out there (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one have some techniques around that um we'll be i guess sharing that stuff which is really cool because then i guess the and for the women as well particularly it's a benefit to them with men having more control over when they ejaculate you know you can go into higher um like you know there's a was there like a warm-up phase and a climax phase i'm not sure what the warm-up phase is called but there's peaks and troughs or whatever so um, rather than getting finishing at the first time you have a climax or a peak to be able to control yourself and then you know, go again and peak again. Each peak is higher than the previous peak and you can wait. But that's good, that yeah. And it's good for the woman to be in tune with that as well. So you know when the man's peaking and you can help him to really, you know, calm that to be able to sustain yeah. a bit longer and to help flow with him through that. So it's just like, sort of like water. I don't know, it's a bit more fluid. It's yeah. it's just straight this fluid lovemaking, not rushing to the climax. But I guess... But to build the peak so that when you actually do orgasm, it's at a much higher, higher level, um, which, yeah, it's cool. Is there <laughs> anything else that you want to um, share? Well, obviously, yeah, no, like we're going to learn like that sort of stuff and share that stuff, which... I think what's exciting about it, rather than just making it sound like a sex fest or something <laughs> like that, it's just another part of your, it's something you can learn and do together. Like mm. like if you wanted to learn, I don't know, how to do water painting if, if, or learn ballroom dancing, like what anything like that, if it's something that's new and you can both go on a journey of learning and experimenting and failing and laughing mm. at it and trying again, anything you can do that's couple um on a journey like it's that it brings you closer together yeah so that's a good part of that whole sexual side of it it's not about you trying to i don't know if you're a guy out there you just want your wife to give you more sex or if you're a woman out there and you know he's not putting out or whatever or you just want to be able to climax better it's not so much about a selfish gain it's more about a new chapter that you can open together Mm. and learn together and yeah move through it together yeah and it'll bring closeness and sharing oh, i read this the other day or i heard this so let's try yeah. that like you're bringing those new things because together what we, what we found was that when we were even before this journey when we were going to have date night we we had nothing to say other than the business and the kids and we yeah. you know, sort of made a rule that we weren't going to talk about the business and the kids so we really didn't have much to say but now we do because we're both really interested in this you know sacred sexuality so we both yeah. are learning stuff and you know we've gone through different books and and different like YouTube videos mm. and we've done a tantra training together and so it, it's really been great to yeah. have something to share together again so that's been really nice but I just also want to say for the women out there because I know if this was me before this journey and I was listening to this and I was hearing a lot about the sex it would put me off a little bit 
Um, I just <laughs> want you to be open that it isn't it isn't just about sex. It is also about heart connection, building that deep intimacy. Yeah. Um, but we just want to share also that sexual sacred sexuality is a big part of spirituality, which was quite a really cool awakening for me, you know, traveling I down a spiritual journey. This could be the next episode where we can delve into, mm-hmm. um, or maybe not the next one, but an upcoming episode, so stay tuned, could be where we delve into our our sexual journey perhaps and where, where it wasn't that good and where <laughs> it has been better and what things we've done, and not just what we've done, but how we've personally the emotional journey that we've been on together and and alone in mm. that so that could be a better another time to go into more detail and what do you think yep cool sounds good all right um yeah i good? think i think that complete i feel complete do you feel complete um there's one other thing <laughs> one more thing oh, of course i will there's try some to keep knives. yeah but i guess the recent um stuff that's come out of us focusing on our relationship is learning how like to have better connection and to have more time and energy for making love and for being not just making love but staying up late and reading books together or you know having time together sometimes like, well basically what I want to get to it's it's in, now to the point where our diet and other lifestyle is being refined and tweaked to give us more time for connection mm where we're eating you know, less processed foods and less meaty and heavy carb meals. I'm drinking less, on a, you know, especially like overall, but obviously particularly through the week, but even you know, on weekends now, drinking far less. And not because of a chastised way of being, but more because I want to be more present when we are connecting so I can actually be there to connect. Um, not to say you know drinking's wrong or anything, but just the focus is on if our relationship and connecting with each other is strong enough, then things that get in the way of that over time get removed. And you know, having feeling fat and full because I ate too much pizza is <laughs> going to encroach on that. Um, we still eat pizza, but we you know may just be aware that it's going to have an impact in the bedroom, um, or not just in the bedroom, but like just being t- connected together. So you know, be open to. Um, other lifestyle things. Yes, there is that there's lower energy force foods and drinks and there's higher energy force foods and drinks. There's things that make you feel dense and there's things that make you feel light. Yeah. So if you want to be in a you know light place with your partner and really experience each other in a connected way, mm. it's you want to have more of the light. And yeah. it's okay if you want to go to you know, an old coach used to call it Distraction Island if you want to go to Distraction Island and Yeah, so man, tonight I'm drinking wine and eating pizza and um, we're lying but, on the lounge and watching a movie yeah that's done like that's, Complete. that's do that's it cool. okay there's, yeah. you know there's no right or wrong but if you you know to create that really deep level there will be times when you will need to make sure you're eating the right food you're yeah. really doing the exercises to connect with one another but i think it's almost on two, there's two like sides of the seesaw in in terms of lifestyle choices because some of them you do because um, I know it's out of habit or whatever, and you, and it's going to encroach on the connection, but you don't care because your wife's annoying anyway. So <laughs> just why not? But the other side is that because your relationship is not that good, you can emotionally eat food to try to fill a hole that the marriage should be filling, perhaps. Yes. Um, I know when you know, I my thing is drinking. I'll go and drink more often when I 
when I'm not feeling happy and, and connectedness in the marriage. So I can either you know drink because I don't feel connected, um, or you know it's like it's like emotional eating. It's the same sort of thing. If you're emotionally filled by the love and joy that you're finding together, it's far easier to abstain from things that you don't really you know don't benefit your health or anything really. Like you know eating crap food, you know it's not the right thing to do. But when you're in an emotionally fragile state or sad because your husband or your wife just isn't there emotionally for you and you're feeling alone. I, yeah, I think Food's mm. something that people go to to fill that hole. Just creating more awareness around what you're doing. Yeah. Where you're spending your energy and... Cool. So that was my one more. Yeah. But I think, yeah, How all these things... energy is getting affected by what is in your life. So and that could be people, different people as well. Cool. All right, are we good now? Yeah. Complete? Yep. Complete. Thanks, guys. And um, Thank you. Stay tuned. Peace out.